Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Beer Talks. This episode is going to be the last episode of 2019. So I thought it was a quick little review of the year. Um, like a personal review about myself, like what happened, like how year's gone for me. So, the year started off prepping for my first strongman competition. Um, you know, just in the gym, training hard. You know, playing back with my diets, my training, and like, you know, and a bit of an introduction to strongman. You know, it was just a case of learning the sport, you know, um, kind of like an apprenticeship. You know, you're, you're learning on the job because you didn't have time to study or to practice anything. The case of, I want to do strongman. Here's a, here's a competition, put my name down for it, and straight away I was training for it. Um, didn't have time to build up any strengths. Didn't have time to um to really learn um the events like and whatnot. You know, so it was um it was a tough one really. But you know, I got into it like an hour. Fortunately the the competition, the weights that was lifting at the time of starting the prep, I was nowhere near strong enough to lift the weights. And the weights are being used for repetitions, so I had to get strong pretty quickly. That meant, you know, putting on loads of weight, um, even a lot of foods. You know, I was having about five to six thousand calories a day, three to four hundred grams of protein, you know, that sort of stuff, like and that. So I went from I think I think start of the year, I was twenty five stone, I think eight or something like that. Then I come to June for the competition. I was 26 stone, 6, around that sort of mark, so I put on like nearly a stone, which is not, you know, ain't loads, because you've got things well, I was training a lot, so I was sweating a lot, but, you know, I put on a lot of weight. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like a learning curve, that first competition was. And then, you know, it come to game day, the Viking strength, um, Viking strength, Britain's strongest novice qualifier. I prepped for that competition incorrectly um i was focusing more on lifting the weight you know the, the heavy weights and not really focusing on rep ranges if i went back i'd do a lot more cardio and conditioning work and i think i would focus more on rep ranges to be honest with you you know um i didn't really start doing conditioning until about three weeks out um, not enough time really then you live and you learn you know I went into that competition with the wrong with the wrong mentality. I had a uh, quite an arrogant, egotistic mentality going into it, where I was like, "I'm going to turn up here, I'm going to demolish everybody that's in this competition, and walk away with the title, and go and walk into Britain's." You know, I was already looking at Britain's strongest man, and, and I, I was already sort of like prepping for that competition as well. A really bad attitude to have, um, but that switched straight away. Uh, the first event was a log press. And, you know, I got four reps out of an 80 kilo log. And at the end of the day, I was getting seven to eight in training. So I knew then I'm not going to win this this, this comp. Um, I knew my training was all wrong. So it was a case of enjoying the day, getting some PBs, and just really, you know, getting the experience and absorbing the experience like whatnot. I kind of regret entering that competition just because... It is it was a qualifying for a first competition like and that, you know, to, to try and qualify for a national competition was a bit you know, it was a bit too much pressure there and you know, 
I wish it was a normal competition. But there you go. Um, you know, the, the prize in of it was a big prize. But, you know, throughout the competition, I enjoy myself, you know. Strongman's a strange sport. It, it, it's quite an individual sport, obviously, like that. But you see, you know, other individual sports is quite competitive with your opponents like that. And it really is an opponent. You know, you're in there to destroy that person. Strongman's very different. Yes, you're competing on your own, but it's a massive community. You know, I've made quite a few friends in that competition. Throughout the day, I was talking, joking, you know, I had a bit of banter with everybody else like that. You know, one of the guys, uh, Dave Mir, his name is, he gave me some tacky to use, so I ran out of tacky like that, you know, and it's just... Strongman's a very great community sport, you know, it's an awesome sport to be part of. So, you know, the comp came and went in June. Then I was already planning my moves for the next competitions, looking online for the comps to have, like, and whatnot. And I was pleased with the fact that I caught a PB in the um, the actual deadlift. You know, I, I'd done 17 reps. The judge took two away, but I'm going to count it, because even looking back, I think one of them was very harsh to take away from me, because I, I think I locked out. He said I didn't lock out, but I think I did. But, you know, it is what it is. And then I got a PB for the stone, 100 kilo stone over yoke. So I got 12 reps on that. You know, I was getting, again, six to seven at training. So that's really good. So, you know, I was always planning my next moves. You know, I was always planning my next competition. And I was going to go back in there in December to do an, an interest competition. I thought I ain't going to hang about at the novices. I want to step up now to bigger, stronger, you know, more difficult competitions. Then I had my mental health issues. Um, the weekend came and went, started a new job, and then obviously I had that. And if you guys follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you will know, you know, I had my struggles with mental health. A bit of a breakdown mentally. Um, I went to a very dark place, like depression, a lot of anxiety, um, which is quite strange really because I worked on the doors and I worked at a, a nightclub. Which held one thousand five hundred people in this in this uh, nightclub, seventeen man door team. And all of a sudden, I've developed social anxiety, which is quite a strange one. That was quite bad. Um, it was a dark place, feeling suicidal, you know, necking back whiskey like it's you know, like it's water. You know, I got to a very dark place, and you know, my partner, you know, she's great. She's there for me every step of the way. She's there for me like that, and really did pull me out of the darkness, started going to therapy, um, and seeing a counsellor, which I think, not only did it save my life, but it also changed my life, um, when you go to therapy, it's a very much, in denial for like, the first part of it, you know, it's, you go there, you have a conversation, and you think, oh, there's nothing wrong with me, I'm fine, X, Y and Z, you know, it's just, it's pointless me being there. But then after that little stage, I think it took me three, maybe four sessions to get over the fact of the, the uh, denial and then for me to realise I do need to be there. And I'm glad I stayed it uh, stayed with it. My social anxiety went, um my depression went. Um um you know my therapist is great, it just helped me um, rebuild my mentality rebuild my outlook on life you know uh, I, was, I was very set in my ways um but she's managed to like you know change all that you know I've, 
I've grown to be able to adapt to new things in life and adapt very quickly to changes in my routine and changes into you know, the, the pattern of my life. So from that, you know, it's really changed, you know, it's given me a, a better future opportunities like and that. So so that's from, you know, from June, end of June, start of July. I'm still in therapy now, though I don't go as much as what I used to. I'll grow so often like and that when I need it. Um, so that just shows how much I've come along with my mental health, how, how good I am. Um, and obviously as unemployed, um, you know, going from working the doors to getting a job in a warehouse for quite a big um, supermarket chain. The plan was to get better mentally and to go back there that was always a plan you know to get myself out of this dark place get myself better get myself back on track and to go back there and work there you know um i had some good there's, there's some good opportunities to further your career where you could go into the like to push it to do like forklift truck driving stuff like that and there's also hgv driving as well, which was something i really wanted to do but midway through i think it was july beginning of august time they tried to sack me off even though I had doctor's notes, even though I had therapist notes and whatnot, they deliberately changed an address on one of my meetings, because you have to have a meeting to talk about, you know, you're going back to work and whatnot. They deliberately changed the, the address, and they made out like I missed a meeting, and then they was going to discipline me and uh, looking at a dismissal. So I left, you know. Um, the fact is that they sent this letter to the wrong address deliberately, and after that, I sent paychecks, uh, pay slips, pension letters, savings letters to, to, to the same address. You know, they've, they've got it on record like that. So it is what it is. You know, I've had them a notice saying, I'm going to work for you guys. You know, you're, I'm suffering right now and you're trying to sack me. So I left. And I kind of left, and I kind of left me and my partner in quite a bad position. Um, it also knocked me back mentally as well because I started feeling like a failure. I started feeling like I wasn't good enough. And I left us in the ship, basically. You know, we had, we had a lot of bills to pay for. We got a wedding next year. I had to find money for that. Um, and due to me feeling like a failure, um, the depression kicked in a little bit again. You know, uh, and then... And I just struggled to get myself back to where I wanted to work again. You know, depression kicked in, anxiety kicked in again. Um, it was kind of like resetting the whole cycle back to the beginning again, but not as bad. But eventually I got out of it. I got to the place where right, I'm ready to start working, ready to start providing, ready to start being a man. You know, I'm I'm ready now to step up and uh, do my thing. The whole time this, I wasn't in the gym because I left my last gym. I was, I was out of a gym. Um, but I was getting myself mentally ready like that. I had a real battle with my weight. I lost a stone in like, I think like three weeks, I lost a stone. And then from like August through till like November, I put it all back on again. Um, it's, a real, it's, a, it's a real battle, real struggle. Um, but, you know, where I am now, end, end of the year, my mental state is in a great spot. Um, you know, like I said before, it's going really well. As to working, it is what it is, you know, I struggled to get a job, um, sure, you know, I was going to agencies, dad's putting me here there and everywhere, 
was at half a de I was, I was at a decent job, it weren't too bad. But I left out of the promise from another agency. You promised me you leave this job, now I'm gonna get you a better job, it's all there for you, whatnot. I went off this other job that's that promised me for and they broke the promise and I was left unemployed, which weren't great. Then end of November, no end of end of October time, start of December I started working in a production um production factory uh really well that didn't really pan out um it was a case of i walked out but i got told anyway that i'd that been made uh, redundant anyway so it really matter basically i was trying to break some laws about changing shifts over they wanted me to an eight hour shift to have like three hours of sleep so that's not going to happen like and that i want to go home in England, we've got a law where you have to have an employee, I think it's 11 hours between shifts, and they wasn't doing that, so I know, you know, it's not on. Then talking to my team leader about it, he said, anyway, they're going to start getting rid of staff anyway, like that, and danger staff are the first to go, and obviously, they've been there, you know, wasn't ideal. Two weeks before Christmas, been out of the job, not great, but then... Luckily for me, I've got my door badge, so I can always walk, you know, I can always fall back on door work, which is what I have done now, I'm back on the doors. Uh, it's only temporary, hopefully, things going smoothly, I should be in a new career, you know, start of the year. I've got um, a close family friend who's going to help me become a scaffolder, which is really great. I've already passed my half a safety exam. Now I'll go for another exam, a one-day course. Hopefully start of um, December, um, hopefully start of January. And I'll get that pass, I can start working again, making some good money and really, for once in my life, really be able to look forward to the future and really be able to like put, you know, set in stone what I want and afford, you know, what I want to do and be able to give my partner, you know, the future that she deserves, that sort of thing. So, so yeah, that's all good. Going back to the mental health thing as well, there was underlying problems with my either issue where I can flick through emotions quite fast. I could literally, within the space of like five seconds, I can go through a thousand emotions happy, sad, angry, upset, laughing, crying you know, everything you can imagine in split seconds. I'm a therapist, wanted me to get looked at medically, so I got looked at, went to doctors. A lot of talk of bipolar and split personality um, disorder. But yet, to, obviously the doctor can't, you know, diagnose me anything mentally because that's, that's not his field. But, cause, but from his experience, it seemed like, you know, it, it, it's the same sort of symptoms as the other stuff like that. So, but to go for a blood test to make sure nothing wrong with me physically before I get seen to a, uh, a psychiatrist. And uh, a bit of good news, bad news thing, where I went for a blood test, got my results back, I had a meeting with a doctor, going for the test results, you know, uh, my kidneys are fine, my liver's fine, no diabetes, uh, my blood count's fine, everything's fine, apart from vitamin, I think it was vitamin D, it, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't deficiency, but it was quite low, um, you know, I take uh, supplements, I take uh, vitamin tablets anyway, like that. But it wasn't quite getting me enough vitamin D that I needed, which 
uh, can relate into uh, lack of sleep and uh, low moods, that sort of thing. And an issue with my thyroid, which at, thir- at first, and every, and everybody that spoke about thyroids, they'll think thyroid's just about controlling your weight, that sort of thing. Yeah, and honestly, that's what I thought it was. I thought my thyroid's fine because I can put weight on and lose weight, so, my, so it should be fine. Going deeper into it, it's more complex than that, so I didn't know. But the issue that I've got has got the doctor really confused and really baffled. So it's an overactive thyroid. Now, mostly when you've got an overactive thyroid, it produces too much of a certain hormone. My thyroid is producing a certain hormone. It's getting to the correct levels and it's sending a signal to the brain to saying stop producing this hormone, which is happening. So the brain's telling my thyroid to stop producing the hormone. But the thyroid is still working, not producing the, the hormone. So the doctor's like, we don't understand why it's doing that. So I knew I've got to have another blood test to see what is actually happening with my thyroid because I'm a bit confused as to why um, it's still working, not producing, the, not producing the hormones, a bit confusing. So, but then looking into it, your thyroid also controls mood swings, emotions, a lot of things to do with your mental state like and that. And everything it controls relates to how, how I've been, you know, a side of depression, anxiety, which relates to everything else that I felt, I felt, you know, a bit of insomnia, you know, the mood swings, the mood swings, the lack of control of my emotions, you know, that sort of thing. So it's a big opener. Hopefully getting the new year, get a blood test done and we can start looking at treatment and figuring out what's wrong with it, basically. Vitamin D has resulted in the change in my diet. I tried going plant-based. I've done a whole video on YouTube about going plant-based. Um, you know, uh, it seemed like the best thing to do. You watch all these documentaries and it's all like, oh yeah, plant-based is the best thing to do. It's great for your health. That sort of stuff like that we're born to be eating vegetables and that sort of thing. And to be honest with you, it was great. My health has got a lot better. I lost quite a bit of weight. I went from like 20 stone, I went from 26 stone, three pound to like 25 stone, two or something like that. So I lost a lot of weight on it. I'm feeling good, feeling healthy. And at the gym, it was going great at the gym, um, as I was as I was casually training. That's the thing I remember. I was casually training, nothing hard. I wasn't trying to build any strength up, working. I was trying to get myself into shape, that sort of thing. Um, but again, it seemed great. Um, I was concerned about getting the protein in. Well, I wasn't getting there enough protein. I'd get the calories in, so it's a bit, what do I do, you know, sort of thing, you know, is it worth carry on doing it? I really need to enter a stronger competition to figure out, you know, if, if it actually does work. Um, that's what I've done, I've, I went to the competition in February. Nothing, it's not a proper competition, it's more of a cinema, a cinema, a cinema, it's a cinema, I don't know what they're called, but it's basically there's a pressure on man, I'm going to talk at a gym, and after that they're going to do a log pressing competition. Um, so I started prepping for that. I, re- I really wanted to make this prep 100% plant-based. However, I've had two sessions. You know, I've been prepping for a couple of weeks now. I've prepped for two weeks. I stopped doing the week before Christmas because 
when I'm training and I can't lift up a 30 kilo dumbbell, then there's alarm bells ringing there. I was training intensely with a log. I was in log press training, obviously, and then it was going really well. The accessories, I had no strength for the accessory work. I had no energy for the accessory work. And it killed me off for the rest of the week. I couldn't train for the rest of the week. I was tired, I was achy, I was in pain. I had like, I've in, like smaller injuries. Um, and like I said, you know, when I can't pick up a 30 kilo dumbbell, it's uh, quite concerning. So going back to the drawing board, you know, added to the fact that I'm not getting my vitamin D, which comes from eggs and fish. The fact that I'm super weak prepping for this um, competition. The fact that I'm, you know, getting injuries and feeling fatigued quite quickly and, you know, Decided to go off plant based. Now that's not saying I'm going to go back onto my old diet where it was just beef and, and rice every day for every single meal. I'm going to get the best of both worlds. I'm going to start doing having some meat back in my diet. You know, some good lean meats, chicken, fish. And I want to put a hell of a lot more vegetables in my diet as well. Get a really good balance. You know, I think that's the key really. Um, Doing this little plant-based thing, it, it's not even saying that we're not built just to eat plants and we're not built just to eat meat. We're built to have a proper balanced diet, to have the best of both worlds at the end of the day. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to go back to the beef and rice of post-workout meals with broccoli only because I've had such a good result for before. But the rest of the meals are going to be balanced, you know, fish, chicken, lots of veg, lots of, you know, rice, lots of greens, um, eggs for breakfast, like and that, so... Hopefully that will be able to give me the strength that I need for this competition, you know, um, which is really important. So that really sums up my personal life. Obviously, as of some of you know, if you, if you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you'll see this thing as well, like in that. Going to Beard Fitness has a an Instagram page and has a brand as what I wanted it to. I had to press the big reset button on that. Um, the plan was... Get to a thousand followers and start looking at bringing out a clothing line. You know, everybody does it. I thought, you know, I'll give it a go as well. However, what I found was I was getting to the thousand, you know, I got I got a thousand followers. And all of a sudden, my, my Instagram page wasn't, it was going off what I wanted to, to, to be like. And that. It, it wasn't staying on track. It wasn't about fitness. It wasn't about beards. It wasn't about male grooming, health, that sort of thing. It was just about... It turned more into a personal page. And like I wasn't happy about the page at all. So I deleted the page at a I've had like I think one thousand one hundred followers, something like that. Delete the page, started again. This time I'm really focusing more on the content. Before it felt like I was really pushing, you know, the brand in a bad way. But now I'm letting the content speak for itself. I'm, you know, hashtagging properly. I've learned how to tag people and whatnot and like how Instagram works better. So I've rebuilt that. Uh, obviously, I've rebuilt Beard Beard Fitness. You know, I still want to at some point get clothing out of it. I do want to start vlogging. I'd love to get a camera and start vlogging my days, you know, my training like and whatnot. <coughs> that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, so. Back to that. Uh, podcasts. I still want to keep doing this podcast. I'm going to, again, back to the drawing board of how I want to do this. Um, 
I've had a few people asking me about doing something with them as well, like that, so I'm gonna look into that. Um the Facebook page is gonna be more of a diary, more of a more of a blog, uh, that sort of thing. And YouTube again, I started YouTube page all over again. I, I enjoy doing YouTube videos, but it's just I'm not enjoying it was pretty much just like a a podcast but with a camera in my face that's all it was um and i enjoy doing the podcast so i enjoy talking like i you know if, if you're on instagram and be like that you'll see every day i'll do a, a live video on instagram so i've got to go back to the drawing board with that um i want to do a proper intense video of my kit bag again i've ordered one already but i want to go through it again uh you know and more detail in the video like and whatnot before it was just a quick little um had a phone in my hand a quick little brief look at what i use and that was it but i want to do it over again um so yeah so as a brand and as what i want to do with it i'm rethinking beer fitness altogether again back to the drawing board um my personal life again where i'm at now is where i want to be mentally Physically, emotionally, that sort of thing. Like I'm going, and I'm, I'm going into tw- uh, into the new year with a, a fresh state of mind. I've got big plans for myself next year. You know, on a personal level, and doing goals like and whatnot. So, this year has been a big year for me, finding myself, discovering who I am. You know, growing as a person and as a man. But next year, I think it'll be massive. I think next year will will really put everything together, put all the pieces together. You know, and really get to where I want to be in life so hopefully next year will be a big year for me I hope you guys will be there for the ride as well um you know I always say you guys support me it's been absolutely amazing the support I get from everybody you know it's awesome stuff um that's it that's all I was talking about really like and that I'm going to do another video next week another podcast next week just talking about my plans for 2020 um briefly about 2020 as well I'm calling this the year of the beast. Um, I want to explain that a bit in a bit more detail. People thinking I oh, it's year of the beast, you know, like Eddie Orr, like whatnot and blah, blah. It's not going to do Eddie Orr, I'm going to do that sort of thing. Basically, ne- next year, I want to just like be relentless. You know, I've got my personal goals I want to go for. Um, and we train harder in the gym. I really want to like proper, get stronger learn strong man again and build some big strength um and it's really turn myself into some big lad that's kind of strong to a really strong big lad that's what i want to do you know it's a big difference of how, of how i am now i'm going from training casually to proper putting my body through torture to make it better and same with my, with my lifestyle my diet and everything like that sort of thing so that's what i say when it's gonna be year of the beast because i'm gonna turn into a beast in the gym uh, and everything else in life as well. I'm going to go for everything in life. Keep pushing myself. Keep working hard. Not stopping. N- you know, no excuses. I really will achieve everything that I want to achieve next year. You know, that that's what I'm saying when it's going to be you're the beast. You know, I'm relentless. So that brings this episode to an end. Again, I'll, be, I'll do another one next week about, you know, what I've got planned for 2020. Um... But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, you know, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Not Twitter, that's gone. 
Instagram and Facebook. Beardfitness91 on Facebook and beard.fitness91 on Instagram. For some reason, I kind of beat fitness again. I have to put a dot in it. I don't know why, but that's life. Uh, give me feedback, guys. You know, let me know what, what you want to see on the channel, what you want to see on Instagram and whatnot, and what content you want. You know, I'll try and do my best. You know, it's it's a personal thing for me, but also I make it more fun for you guys as well. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're um I hope you all you've all had a good 2020 uh and, and you've achieved a lot of things you want to achieve. Um, and I'm hoping guys that next year will be a big a big year for you again. So until then guys, stay strong, keep smiling, and I'll see you next time.